Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox, and I am excited to be here tonight. We are in the second week of January. Believe it or not, the year has got started, and hopefully you're still doing well with your New Year's intentions. We're talking step four still, which is compassion, and tonight we're going to be talking about kindness. So let me bring on my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? Oh, I am doing well. I'm enjoying the fire in my fireplace and the dripping rain outside, which is not too bad here where I live. Parts of California are washing away, but here in our valley, we're just having a nice steady rain, which our our ground is able to absorb. Yeah, it's raining pretty bad here, um, but it's it's uh, hopefully getting us um, out somewhat of the drought we've been in, but um, probably not. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, the rain is kind to the earth here. We have a uh, guest coach tonight. It's her first time to the show. So please welcome Mary Kniffel. Welcome, Mary. Hello. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Excited to be talking with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Mary, please introduce yourself to the audience. Let us know what is it you get to do and who is it you get to serve. Oh, I, I'm so thrilled and privileged to be able to work with women who want to tell their transformational story. I'm a book coach, and I help them get it out of their head and onto the page and out into the world. Mm. Awesome. I love that. Um, I actually, mm, well, I believe last year is when it came out. I was a part of a anthology and um, it was a really cool experience to get my story officially down on paper and have it out there for anyone to see. So it's definitely a powerful thing that you do uh, to provide that service for others and not only for the writer but for the reader. Absolutely. I strongly believe that we all have something specifically that's ours alone to share. And if we don't tell our story, there's somebody out there that is not going to have the life that they're designed to have because they, we hold a piece of their story. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Love that. Yeah. So tonight we're talking about compassion and kindness. How is compassion a part of your story? Well, we all have gained life experiences from, um, wisdom from all of our life experiences and have the compassion for that wisdom to know that this is something that is the world that the world is waiting to hear from us 
that we don't discount it, that, oh, everybody's been through that. Why would anybody want to hear my story? Uh, how, is, how is my story going to have an impact on them? And it's, it's letting the inner critic have the final word and denying us to be vocal with, this is what happened to me. This is how I coped with it. And I'm sharing it so that if it's something that can help you with what you're going through, then we, then I have lived my purpose. I'm, I'm sharing my mission. Mm-hmm. So being kind in the stories that we are telling ourselves as well as the ones that we're sharing with the world. Mm-hmm. Do you find that uh, you you uh, when working with your with your clients that you are encouraging them to have compassion with themselves uh, with their stories? Oh, absolutely! Because it breaks my heart that so many women think, "Well, I don't have anything special." I'm that this this is hap- happens to to everyone, or I'm not unique, and the fact is that we have something that is so unique because it's ours alone. And what we discount as ordinary is what makes us extraordinary. How we show up for ourselves and our families and and our friends and everyone that we encounter just because we are women and we're wired that way, that we have such profound gifts for the world. And so often it's just like, well, we're just doing what we're supposed to be doing. We don't give ourselves credit. We we don't take time for ourselves because we're we we think that we have to be giving and it's selfish to take care of ourselves. We're that really self-care is not selfish. And so having compassion for all of that goes into the stories that we are here to share and the stories that we are here to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we could all be a lot more kind to ourselves, uh, especially when it comes to you you call inner critic, we call voice of fear. Um, when it comes to dealing with our voice of fear, if we're not being kind to ourselves, um, our voice of fear can kind of take over and convince us of, um, of lies that it wants us to believe so that we don't take risks and we don't play bigger and we don't, or play big. I don't know how that would go. But, um, and we, we don't step out of our comfort zone because, it wants it wants to keep us safe and inside our comfort zone, um, but when we can be kind and compassionate with ourselves, we can get past or get over that that barrier of fear and and take those risks. And so I think it's necessary for us to be kind and compassionate with ourselves. It also uh, allows us to then be kind and compassionate to others which is ultimately what most of us, how most of us want to show up. We want to show up being kind and compassionate towards other people, and we can't do that if we aren't first kind and compassionate with ourselves. 
Right, because so many women say, I, I can't do that. I mean, who cares if I tell my story? What, what does it matter? And there's, there's the fear and the critic. We let the, the critic have the last word, and we, we stay silent. We, we say, I'm, I'm just going to be in this box. And what kind of example are we for our daughters and our sisters and, and the other women who are friends? So that we, mm-hmm. we, wouldn't, we would be the first one to say, oh, no, you're great. You know, they, you, you have so much to offer, whereas we let ourselves, we let ourselves down. Yeah. Terry, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I know I was just really thinking about that because I the other night I did a, a little workshop on fear with some high school and college uh, young ladies who are in a scholarship competition and we talked about fear and and why they they are stepping out of their comfort zone by putting themselves in a position where they'll be sharing their talents, their intellectual capacity, you know, their passions, and they'll be doing that in front of other people, you know, panels of people that will be scoring them on, on how well they do. And I think that's a scary thing. And so we were talking about, well, what, what are the fears that you have in doing, you know, in doing this? And, it was a fear of failure, a fear of rejection, you know, a fear of not being good enough, a fear of comparing themselves with others and feeling like they fall short. And one of the the girls said, well, if I'm not as good as somebody else, then I'm just going to have to practice more and more and more. And to her about, um, you know, we do what we can when we can the best we can. And if we want to compare ourselves to others and think we have to be perfect, we're really setting ourselves up for um, for for failure, you know, because you can't be perfect in this life. That's a myth, right? Uh, right. Mm-hmm. What you can be is true to yourself. You can be grateful for the talents that you have. You can love yourself and know that you're of great value, which gives you confidence when you go into an interview or you perform in front of other people. Just that mentality of doing your best uh, is a part of compassion. And so growing up and and living two-thirds of my life, believing that if I wasn't perfect, I wasn't good enough, I can speak to that with complete honesty and vulnerability and tell them that there is no such thing as perfection and that if that's their mindset and that's the only way they're going to be successful. And I would imagine writing a chapter in a book, you might have some of those same fears. Um, You know, I have to have good grammar. I have to be perfect. I need to have my, you know, be able to tell a story with my words and, you know, just all the things you learn in school about a good author, right? A good writer the components of a great story. And um, so I just, I felt really good that these young women were able to, um, teen risks is not a a path to perfection. It's a path to growth and that they all have something of value to share with the world. And, And so I had them all write in a journal that I provided for them 
what was something they were going to do to have compassion for themselves as they were in this process. And I haven't read them yet because I just did this last night, but I had them all then give it to me and now I'm going to read it and, and give them some encouragement and let them know that, uh, you know, they really have great value and they're stepping out of their comfort zone and they need to acknowledge themselves for the courage that they have and to access that courage with confidence that they can do their, they can do what they can when they can the best they can and they all wrote that down <laughs> do what I can when I can the best I can and uh, that's been my mantra since I've been dealing with this addiction to perfection and uh, you know just letting it go but you don't just let an addiction go you manage an addiction right and uh I've been able to manage that because I I know that it's a myth and that I can do my best. I definitely want to do my best, but I can do what I can when I can. And it's helped me so much. I've even stopped at the side of the road in my car when I get very, you know, I have these visceral reactions to not being perfect. And I'll pull off and I'll just sit there and I'll take a deep breath. And I'll say, Terry, just do what you can when you can the best you can. And then I go on and things turn out great, you know. But it's that fear of not being good enough. And I would think that the ladies you work with, that's one of your goals is to help them see that, to give them the courage and the confidence to be an author and to take that risk. Because once you put it in writing and you put it out there, you know, it's there. And, Absolutely. Uh, you, you want to be sure you want to feel confident about what you've done and you want to know in your heart that you you are a value in your story like you said if you don't write your story there's somebody out there that needed to hear your story mm-hmm. and and so it becomes an act of service right and when we're serving others then we're loving others and we're you know it's our purpose on the earth is to love one another and so I think it's really important uh, what you're saying about compassion for yourself and having that courage then to take that step out of your comfort zone and in this particular case, share your story by writing your story. Yeah, I, I love that you have them write in a journal. That's that's my secret weapon. Some of you will yeah. say, I, I, don't know, I don't know where to start. I wouldn't know what to say. Okay, you grab a journal and a pen and you set the timer for five minutes and you ask yourself, what is it that's top of mind right now? What, what does my heart want me to know right now? And just keep your hand moving for those five Mm -hmm. minutes. And that's beautiful that you gave them all journals. That's, this is how you build your writing muscle is, is to develop that writing practice and show up on the page. And there's, it's scary to be vulnerable and transparent on the page. And so it's one thing that you start keeping a journal for yourself to have that conversation Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. the page and just throw up on the page. You know, that's what editors are for. That's when somebody like me comes along and say, okay, you got started. You got that nugget out of your head and onto the page. Now we can manipulate that. We can rearrange the words and, and have more of a development of the finesse of what it is you want to say and make it pretty. But the, but the initial 
getting onto the page, that may not be so pretty. So anybody who thinks that, oh, I could never write like the ones that are in the library and the ones that are on, on Amazon, you know, those, those authors and those books, heck, they didn't write like that in the beginning either. It doesn't come no, out all no. pretty. <laughs> and that takes practice. That, that, that's work. Yeah. But the core, the essence, the emotion of those stories, those are within you. And that, that's what we work together to, to make it be that, that golden nugget that you're going to share with the world. It's being willing to look mm. at what what is it that happened in my life that changed the trajectory of having me be who I am right this minute because of what happened back there. And we're not mm-hmm. dwelling at what happened back there. We're looking at how am I being resilient right now? How did I make the adjustment to get through whatever I was going through? And I, and sometimes you live it again because you can mm-hmm. hear the emotion in my voice. Yeah. <laughs> that, that it was like that was then. I'm not there now, but I still remember all of those details. And that's one of the things that I really encourage any any authors that I work with is, it's to put us in the story with you. Give us the details mm-hmm. of what you're seeing, what you're smelling, how you're, how, how, what, what, describe your environment. And a lot of times when somebody says, well, I don't know about this writing stuff. How, how do I do this? So I'll even give them instructions on, tell us where you're sitting while, before you start writing. Anchor mm-hmm. yourself in the room. Now, if if you're sitting at a coffee shop, you know, are you in a booth? Is it a is it a, a really rickety plastic chair? You know, are you is it a paper cup? Do you do you get to use a china mug? You know, t- tell us where you are, and then that anchors yourself in your environment. And setting the timer doesn't give you that out of, oh, i got to check what time it is, keep looking at your watch. You just keep your hand moving. And mm-hmm. that frees you up so that you just get a download from the universe of, okay, she's making space. Tell her, this is what we want to tell her now. And a lot of times there will be repetition in your journal because the same thing wants you to really hone in on it and you'll get different details or you'll keep writing the same thing. And if you keep writing the same thing, then there's more. So you want to keep going after those five minutes. And I just, journaling is key. Showing up on the page and letting, letting yourself hear the words that have been roaming around in your in your subconscious, come to the surface. Yeah, one of my favorite Are things you? as a third grade teacher was called Writer's Workshop, and and the kids had journals, and we, you know, I would I would conference with them, and they'd pick topics of interest to them, and then they would, 
you know, write and conference with each other, and then they get in front of the class and share it, and the, the kids would support each other and clap for each other. And, I mean, I just – some of those kids have ended up being teachers and, and you know, going on and doing amazing things with their – confidence and I I just say that's where it started it was in writers workshop Mm -hmm. you know where they did they do a brain dump on the you know on the page and then they edit it and they'd craft it until they felt like they could tell the story in front of the class and then the class would support them and I mean they could ask them questions if they weren't clear but they had they could only give them positive comments or ask questions about to make you know to have clarity not to say oh that didn't make sense but say what tell me about that some more or what did the character do or say, you know, to help the kids get clarity in their message. And I love that. They don't do that in school anymore because now they just do test scores, but it was really fun to, uh, to do that with them and have them uh, just have that creativity and that freedom to dump on the page, whatever they thought, and then go from there, either discard that or craft it or start over just that mentality that we have permission to do that. And I think that's a part of kindness is giving ourselves permission to do the things that we like to do. I've heard that children aren't even taught handwriting anymore. And oh, no, no. the pen on the page is yep. the most direct link to your heart. And I can't and imagine right. keeping a journal not with my my handwriting. I couldn't imagine right. doing that. Everything I've done personally and professionally started <laughs> with a pen to the paper. Yeah, so, like, like uh, what's her name? Uh, Rollins writing her pen on her napkin started Harry Potter. Great, <laughs> right. great. Right. Because so, you're in a different part of your brain when you're using a keyboard. You are. I just, yeah. Yep, you're preaching to the choir here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's so much research, you know, that uh, Lurier, the French uh, physiologist, you know, traced your nerves from your fingers up through your arm to your brain. And when you're using a pen, not tapping on a computer, using a pen, there's so much more pressure that gets that gets that up to your brain, you know. So I just tell, I say, oh, put that computer away and get out some pen and paper. <laughs> mhm, mhm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's what builds the confidence is being able to spend that precious time mm-hmm. with your your thoughts. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Well, we got a little uh, great way. It's okay. I think it's a great, um, journaling is a great way to show kindness to ourselves, uh, to give ourselves that time to journal, um, or to even uh, look for journaling prompts that are about being kind to yourself. One thing that I write down that is kind to myself every day is acknowledgement. And so I acknowledge myself five times for something that I did the previous day. And it's, it's definitely an act of kindness because it's, it's me giving myself credit for doing something because a lot of the times when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, what did I even do yesterday? And then as I sit there and I rack my brain, 
I then think, oh, I did this and I did this and I did this. And if I hadn't sat down and started to write, I would have gone into the next day thinking I hadn't done anything the day before. And that wouldn't set me up for much success um, in, you know, in the days to follow. So I think giving yourself time to sit and to reflect and to connect with yourself is definitely kind to yourself. And if you can write some nice things to yourself, that's even better. And uh, I know acknowledgments we've talked about on the show before, but, um, you know, they're a really great way of building your confidence, but also building up that, that evidence that you are worthy of kindness. We are out of time, ladies. Oh, my goodness. It has gone by very quickly. (laughs) uh, Mary, we thank you so much for being on the show with us tonight, and we want to give you the opportunity to share your contact information with the audience. Oh, absolutely. And anybody who wants writing prompts, they can email me at mary at yourwritingmentor.com. I have a great PDF that has some um, writing prompts ideas as well as on my website every Friday I have a writing prompt that I talk about you know setting up the timer and um, it was a delight to be on the call and you're right 30 minutes goes by really fast <laughs> it does it does is um, is there anything that you have coming up that you would want our listeners to know about um, the second Wednesday of every month, I have a free masterclass uh, about the writing journey. Uh, the next one is January 11th at 2.30 Pacific. Um, I'm awesome. be delighted to have some of your listeners drop by. Awesome. We'll definitely post about that in the group, uh, Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generation, so that they can have an easy one-click access to register for that. And please go check out uh, Mary's uh, website as well as take advantage of the writing prompts. Uh, That's a great tool that uh, she has offered us, so definitely take advantage of that. Um, We thank you again, and I thank you, Terry, for always being here by my side. I want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of The Fearless Living, uh, Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. If you would like to know more about Carrie and I, please go to fearlessgenerations.org. You can find out about uh, all things Carrie and Kelly. Uh, there is access there to all of the past nine years of podcasts uh, if you want to go there and check that out. Also, you can find out information about our monthly membership as well as the five new workshops that we're doing this year. The first one being this Saturday, the 14th of January from 10 to 11.30 Pacific. It is free, and we invite you all to come. So you can definitely see that there and register. And we are super excited to be putting these workshops on The other four are on the four uh, no's of fearless living, no expectations, 
no complaining, no excuses, and no beating yourself up. And we will be sharing the tools to use to do something much more productive instead. And so you'll be able to turn those, those four things around and be able to um, have a lot more uh, success in moving past your fear as you implement the tools that we will be sharing with you. So, Terry, do you have any last uh, words that you would like to say tonight? Well, no, I just think that uh, accessing compassion for yourself and kindness for yourself really gives you the courage to step out of your comfort zone, be vulnerable, and take risks. So loving yourself, that is the key to accessing kindness and compassion. Absolutely. I love it. Yes, uh, Terry and I have both shared um, as a part of our story uh, that compassion played a big role in our own personal journey. And we know that as you move towards having more compassion, compassion for yourself, um, it will catapult your journey as well. We thank you all for being here with us. We um, appreciate your involvement with the podcast coming by listening each week we ask that you share the word let your friends know how much you like us and until next week everybody be fearless good night thank you mary thank you good night